When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. D-O-I in apostrophe I-T-W-I-T H-T-A-N-N-Y And J-E-N-N-Y Doing it with Danny Jenny Doing it with Danny Jenny Doing it with Danny Jenny It's a revolution In podcasts Eli that was Eli Brady. Yeah, yeah, he did pretty good, right? Yeah. We have an expert here. I'm not going to reveal you yet, but um, I will well, know, right? Because it's on the podcast listing. Yeah, it will literally say because when we post it, we'll say, "Guess who?" Yeah, it's not like we're going to hide. It's not like we're going to bury the lead. Does he get yeah. that sweet BMI slash ASCAP money for that? Oh man, I don't know. Is he not, rolling in it now? He's not that smart, oh. so please don't give him any ideas. Okay, all right, sorry. No, um, Eli, if you're listening, no, there's no way. I mean, this is all just gratis. I'll, you want to introduce our guest? Well, I first want to say thank you to Eli Braden, and that Always. is a revolution in podcasts. Of course it is. Of course it is. Uh, yeah, I'll introduce our... Okay. Well, why don't you introduce him? I introduced well, you, our last one. Oh, I thought I did. Did you introduce our last one? I did, because I was Jenny, real, I was the... Jenny, we had Nancy you, Wilson oh, from Heart. Well, I know. Okay. I know, so Jenny, I... I, can yeah. I, just talk I mean, this, uh, this is like a huge letdown. Like, no, no, because there's two people, two guests in a row, that are known for their power kicks. Oh, they're... <laughs> Jenny. Nancy Wilson, oh, don't, power we, kick. Don't say it. I, I'll introduce him. Is, can we, I just talk to you in private for a second? Yeah, 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 okay, yeah, so yeah. We'll be right back. Okay, now. sure. Um, I um, I forgot his name. Oh, how embarrassing. I know. You. He's the guy from The Thing, right? The Thing. Okay, I got it. Okay. Let's go. He was the one. Do you want to say it? Whisper it to me. Okay, it's weird how you do it. Okay. Okay. So... Thank you so much for being here, Wild Al Yarnava. Thank you. It is just I'm been a star of John Carpenter's The Thing. <laughs> it was amazing when the head oh, sprouted. That, oh. was that when you, that was me? That was when all you, me. When the, when Some of my best work. When your head sprouted those those spider legs. Yeah, I was just I was all in. Thank you. Everyone remembers where they were at when they. Yeah, first. yeah. I totally snubbed by the Academy, but I'm glad you liked I it. I know you really were. Now. Weird Al, and I'm just going to start calling you Al. Oh, please do. Yeah, because otherwise it just becomes formal. And feel free. You don't have to call me asshole, Dan. All right. Just, just call me Danny. Dan. Dan. Um, you are, as you were telling us, as you walked in, a legend. Um, <laughs> it's on my business card, you know. And we are so thrilled <laughs> to have you here. Did, did everyone sign their non-disclosure agreement? agreement? No, the, I did not sign my NDA. Did you see the rider that we got from Al? Oh my no god. Icon, no eye contact. No eye contact. Yeah. Only plaid M&Ms, which was really hard for guy to get. But they're the best. They are. <laughs> they're very they're you, very Scottish. Yes. You eat it, you know where that extra money goes. Mm-hmm. You chase one. Yeah. For sure. No, he was uh he 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 is an absolute delight. Both Jenny and I have known Al or uh, for many I think now many years both virtually and 
I've cornered Al at every party Eric Stone Street has ever had. Yeah, even though we know each other sort of semi-tangentially, I both consider you my best friends. That's oh, that's fantastic, and um, it's terrific. So you were mentioning you had to move earlier in the week. Does that have anything to do with us being your new best friends? I was just curious. <laughs> Something to do with the, uh, the restraining order, but that is that is, is fantastic. No, we are all. Obviously, huge fans of yours. It was a thrill when I mean, I I met you on Twitter, but then to meet you in three dimensions in all oh, your that's glory, IRL. I mean, IRL. IRL. <laughs> no, I was like BRB. I got a P U A K E. Because I was yeah, DTF. You know, yeah. uh, you know so um, that means I don't tell fibs. No, no, no. Um, don't do that. <laughs> But no, thank you for being sure. here. Sure. It is a delight. I will say that Guy, our producer, who will let talk at the end. He's doing great, by the way. He's, a, yeah. he's been fantastic. We love Guy. Um, I mean, he had the shit scared out of him. Earlier. Just... We're going to play this for you. <laughs> I mean, we could probably insert it right here. Yeah. We'll insert it right here. So Dude, before the show, check. we will do a sound check. And, um, and Al did the following. Okay. Okay. We should be. All right, testing, one, two, three, one, two, three, testing, one, two, three. Thank you. Ow! (laughs) Always wanted to do that. I've always wanted to do that. Okay, so that was, um, I laughed for 10 minutes of that guy. Guy, the hardest I've ever left on this podcast. And Guy did that thing when you walked in because Guy was super excited to meet you. Like, really, he talked about, I'm not, this is no joke. It was <laughs> kind of embarrassing. We were like, are you going to be cool? Yes. When- <laughs> it was, it, he was excited to meet you and Carrie Byron from Mythbusters, uh-huh. probably for different reasons, but very excited on both sides. And um, But when- he did with Carrie Byron wear a sport coat. I did. You, Guy, <laughs> Got dressed up for Carrie Byron. And you wore a sport coat for Nancy Wilson. I did wear a sport coat for Nancy Wilson. And today nobody's wearing a sport coat. I can go grab one. I (laughs) am wearing special underwear. Oh. Yes, so. I feel very honored. You should. Which is also no underwear. Yes. (laughs) That's what he calls his special underwear. But for all of us who love comedy so much, we all know, and Guy is, no, you're the youngest, I guess. But, I mean, for all of us, the, the, you know, when you started to come on the radio, I'll just tell my origin Please story. Please do. Please do. I was a college, no, a high school senior. Get it straight. High school senior. And there was a program on the, on, on the radio that I would listen to on, I believe it was Sunday nights. And it was uh, one Dr. Demento. Oh, yes. All the comedy nerds who I knew and, you know, we were the, you know, ill, (laughs) ill socially (laughs) equipped people who who loved wordplay. I would watch. We would listen to those things and we would trade cassette tapes on it. And amidst listening to Dead Puppies and Pencil Neck Geek and all of those those that came on, a little cassette came on that was Another One Rides the Bus. And... It was, we just, I, I, I had, amongst many of my most nerdy friends, I'm talking about myself, obviously, we were more familiar with that than the Queen song, <laughs> um, because we just listened to that over and over again. 
What would yeah? So I, yeah, I remember. I well, that was me as well listening to Doctor Demento with the. Uh, I, I had the uh, AM FM uh, clock radio under, underneath the covers at night because it was a little past my bedtime. Yes, at the end of the show, and yeah, I had all the. I probably still have the cassette tape somewhere in a box somewhere. But there are all these my favorite songs with the first five seconds missing because it was always like, oh, this is a good one. And then I you know. Start- exactly. <laughs> <laughs> then you start the recorder. Absolutely, that was I know that I remember that feeling of having to like wait for your favorite song. Right, right. You're, these kids, they, they, they don't know. These they kids, don't know. Or you they, just wait and you're like, they don't, constantly yeah. with your fingers like waiting to record. No, you right. record and then you'd get polio and then it was <laughs> and, and, and that was just the and we liked it you that liked way. It. That's right. Yeah, you liked it. So you started as a fan of Doctor Demento. Yeah, and before like you had recorded uh, one thing. No, I was like 12, maybe 13 years old, and a friend of mine said, hey, there's this guy on Sunday nights on KMET in Los Angeles. Check oh. it out. And I, I heard, like, all this crazy stuff. You know, Spike Jones and Stan yeah. Freeberg and Tom Lehrer, Alan Sherman. Oh, my God. Yeah, no, I remember, the, um, I remember like, the element song sure. and all of that. I mean, it was... It was there's antimony, arsenic, aluminum, selenium, and hydrogen, no, no, oxygen. No, no, yeah, yes, I, 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 I did have much of it memorized. I think you have, you've outnerd credentialed me. Um, <laughs> something no one on this couch has ever done. <laughs> but no. So when did you be? So you're listening to that. When you, when did you decide? I mean, you were probably funny, and you probably always loved comedy. But when did you decide, like? I'm going to do these song parodies. Like, how did you back into that? Well, it wasn't like, you know, it wasn't like a career option for no, me. I wasn't like 13 years. You know what I want to do with the rest of my life? Yeah. <laughs> it'll be Weird Al. I was always a nerdy kid. I know that's kind of a, a shock for It's, it's a little guys. weird to hear, yeah. But Never you meet know, your heroes. Played the accordion, and I, I used to write stupid songs, and some of my friends were like, oh, you should send those into Dr. Demento. I'm like, well, I Okay, fine. And how, how old are you when this happens? I'm, you know, I, again, I'm, I'm early to mid-teens, maybe wow. 15 or so. Wow. And I, I literally, rec- you know, got, I think they, they sold these really cheapo compact cassettes. These weren't Maxell XLs. Oh, no. These were the, the three for a dollar at I, Kmart. Yeah, I remember uh, them well. Compact yeah. cassettes. I get one of those. And I recorded them. I recorded a song with me just singing into a little cassette deck in my bedroom with just me and my accordion. It was uh, the first song that he played was called Belvedere Cruising because it was a love song about the family car, which was a big black 1964 Plymouth Belvedere, Belvedere yeah. with a red upholstery and push button <laughs> <Yeah>. transmission. <laughs> Classic car. Uh, but it was a, a stupid song, but he sent it in. And uh, a couple of weeks later, I'm listening to the Dr. Mayo show. And the beginning of the song starts playing. And it, my brain didn't connect it right away because wow. I, I thought I thought. How did did somebody start my cassette deck? Like, would mom? Right. What are you? What are you doing? Like, and then I realized it. It's on the. It's on the radio. That's and then it was like every single like rock and roll movie where like I somebody just, hears their. I know it's. I was talking about this last week with Nancy Wilson. Well, it's that thing you do. That's moment. exactly that. And you had that. Yeah, I had that exact thing. Oh, that's so fuck. That's so cool. <laughs> <laughs> that is so cool. That I can't is so cool, being, like, being that age, yeah, I was going to say, like, how exciting it would be as an adult, but, like, as a kid, yeah. like, your favorite show. Like, when you showed up like, at school the next day. Nobody cared. Oh. <laughs> I was going to say, or was it like, did you have to get no, an No, we're going to cut that out. <laughs> <laughs> did you need no, to escort was, to your <laughs> classes <laughs> or what? <laughs> like, no one knew it. Yeah. yeah. There might have been, like, two nerds going, like, cool, but that was about it, maybe. <laughs> Oh my God, that's so cool! And then, how many followed? And when did you? Because what was the breakout? Was it another one rides the bus? Um, 
I think the, the, the first really big one was My Bologna, which was the year oh, before. Oh, that's right. But, but before that, all through my teenage years, I mean, I would continue to like do these uh, songs, which were terrible, but they they showed enough potential that Dr. Mel would play them. And he had this thing where he would have people calling up on the phone every week, and he uh, even allowed petitions. So really? I, I would send around petitions around my high school to like get <laughs> get, get, on, get you know, Alfred Yankovic on the, the top ten or the funny five, and wow. circulate it, and, and I uh, stuffed the ballot box for oh, yeah. a long time. <laughs> and the, re- the reason why I knew that My Bologna was a big hit was because that was the first time it was a hit without me sending around any petitions. Wow. Wow, it, it, no, it was a hit on its own. On its own, yeah. That's it, it was a meritocracy at that point. Yes. There was no voter suppression. No. <laughs> wow. I mean, when did you become aware? What, like, what, what, do you, what, what, was, was, what was your origin story with Weird Mine Al? would definitely be like when, like, eat it, I would say. Like, when oh, yeah. Michael J- God, those were That's so, when I got into me. That's what, Yeah. <laughs> but, like, everything for, like, for me growing up, everything was anything that I could, any adult that acted silly. Uh-huh. I was instantly like, oh, my God, Pee Wee Herman, greatest like <laughs> Mel Brooks, a great, like, anyone that was like, oh, you don't have to grow up. Like, right. you don't no, have, that was like, how I felt about Monty Python. Yeah. I was like, oh, look at these, like, and they're all really they're smart adults. because yeah. they're using great references, but they're walking silly. Yeah. And it was, <laughs> what was, was brilliant, oh, many things are brilliant, but what I love about Monty Python in particular is how they, they tread that line between extremely clever and extremely stupid. You know, I it's love both it. at the same time. It's very highbrow and it's yeah. very lowbrow. Yeah, it's like the, what's the quadrant on the back of the New York magazine where you're like, brilliant, highbrow. Right, right, right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. <laughs> like, right. See, like, that's, what, that's how I would view it. It's like, it's smart. It's funny. Like, yeah. But that's when I became aware was like, so when like MTV came out. Yeah. And then you've got all the videos and it was like your videos of like parodying all this songs those are my favorite things it was nice because i, I was uh, i think the first comedy videos ever played on mtv because i i started uh, about the same time mtv did they started yeah, they did. in i think october 81 and my i had a few singles out and i think my first album came in 83 so we kind of kind of grew up together i was sort of an outlier that way because if i hadn't started at that exact time no, it was you know it was everything met together right what was it i mean what was it like so you're just a, you're, you're you're a kid playing an accordion into a cassette and then I have to assume when you're making the, you're making multi-million dollar videos. Those videos were not because it, it wanted a parody, a video that cost millions of dollars. Well, it was no, no they, longer your accordion with the cassette. <laughs> <laughs> recording. I mean, like, the, some of the videos were pricey, but they were not multi-million dollar videos. But they were, yeah, really, yeah, no, that they don't. How much videos do they pay custom. for those videos? I don't know. Maybe well, they, they don't. Uh, it, uh, production expense. I mean, uh, you I, know, I bet if you, I, you're gonna tell me that like. I don't know. Amish Paradise or one of those things. Like, they, it looks like the production value is crazy. Oh, now how about Florence Henderson? What was I'm sure most was, of the budget that, went to her. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't remember if that, maybe like a hundred grand. That was sort of like oh an expensive God. video yeah. back then. Yeah. Wow. Do you have like a favorite song that you did or a favorite video or both? Like, except oh, it's, hard, you know, it's hard to, they're like my children. Um, uh, I, I mean, uh, Amish Paradise was a big one. White and Nerdy was a big yeah, one. Yeah. I like a lot of stuff on the last album. Tacky was fun to do because yeah. yeah. we... Uh, you everybody. You had our f- friend Eric Stone Street in that. Yeah, and right, like, exactly. Like, I saw, I saw people, like, there was like, I knew everybody who was in that video because everybody who was in it was tweeting like, oh my God, yeah, it's like, people who don't promote their own shit. We're promoting right. tacky. Oh, by the, by the way, this is also Danny being upset he wasn't invited to be in the video. No, I was oh, busy. I had, uh, uh, I, uh, I, this I, is I, his way of trying to tell you. It was kind of funny. I, I did a, a show, uh, a show with, with Sparks a couple nights ago at oh, the really? Palace in downtown L.A., and I got like, this 
building seems familiar, and I realized this is the building we shot Tacky in. Oh, that's such oh, a cool no. space. Yeah, yeah it's, it's a gorgeous building. that We, sh- we started on the, the fire escape on the fifth floor, and they walked through this beautiful, spacious room with big windows, which they've used in many... Yeah. They used it in the Big Lebowski yeah. and a few other places like that. No. And then, like, Kristen Schaal's on the elevator going down, and then Jack Black's on the... But it was the, the exact same building, which oh, is kind of wow. cool. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah. That, what, was, that was cool. Don't you... Th- like, one thing I think is, like, so amazing about you is that okay you know your origin from yeah discovery mine guy you know yours but like friends today like their kids are huge fans like you still have maintained like every kid <laughs> knows weird al it's, it's today kinda... it's not like i liked you when i was a kid that like ev- my friends have kids everyone like, like all their kids know your stuff You're basically like friends <laughs> because the kids on fr- the kids love friends now do you know that Kids love Friends. Now. They love the show Friends. It's, it's so fun to watch my daughter like get into shows that that I was into. I you know. know and, and you walk by, and you're like, oh, they, they're on a yeah. break. They ruin it. Yeah. Like, <laughs> well, she she binge watched all of Thirty Rock and all of Arrested Development. And, you best. know, you know everything. Oh, by um, the way, your Thirty Rock episode. Oh, thank you. I thank love you. That one. Um, what was I gonna say right before all that was happening? Um, rewind the tape. Yeah. No. So, oh, what I was in like how like kids kid. nowadays like isn't it interesting that you just you constantly have fans like well, it, yeah. What I was gonna say was yeah. uh, what what's really cool is that for a long time, anytime I put out an album, like an entire new generation of twelve year olds would discover me. Yeah. Like they'd say, "Hey, mom, I found this album by this guy Weird Al Yankovic. Did you ever hear of him? Yeah, uh, yeah we heard of him. <laughs> yeah. We're well, well, God, when God. I saw you at the bowl when it was the Simpsons. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. And like I went to that. One of my friends, <laughs> I think her son, maybe at the time was. Or like eleven or something, and he we went back and said hi to you, uh-huh. and he and he he was him and his friend were dying. I mean, like <laughs> we were going, and I'm thinking this is also a Hollywood kid that you know it's like yeah. you you probably go to this was the kid that told me oh I went with my buddy and uh, his, London's dad and he kept saying London's dad and London's dad slash from guys uh, yeah, <laughs> like yeah. a Hollywood kid, right, right, right. but I've never seen that kid get so like. <laughs> he was so flustered like oh my god i'm gonna meet weird out <laughs> and i was like yeah. i know me too i'm excited what a week the wiggles and now this <laughs> but like everyone's but seriously it's like everyone all your albums you, you just continue to like you know that's amazing that like there's not a lot of people that can say that you mean the wiggles pretty much you that's the, it yeah i because don't even know who the wiggles are oh my god they're great are they rapists australia no, no they're not ra- oh, okay. not that i know oh, okay. I, I, who's I, your favorite well, Jeff, because he's always falling asleep. Yeah. Wake Jeff. up, Jeff. Wake up, Jeff. <laughs> it's such a bizarre thing. I, I think every comedy writer who had children around the age that the Wiggles were peaking was pitching a Wiggles show, like behind the scenes at a Wiggles show, because uh-huh. there were like five of them. So I remember I was talking to my agent once to pitch. Yeah, well, what if like it's like they're on the road there's I, I have five pitches on the wiggles right now because we all had to sit and watch them like like a really dark thing like yeah, like really hugely debauchery dark. everybody and, every, and every like i thought like oh this is brilliant what if i do it dark yeah yeah and meanwhile like yeah yeah that was yeah, that was my idea like everybody came up with the same idea <laughs> well don't you feel like the wiggles like that would be the one where agents get the phone call you know the wiggles are in town yeah and yeah. then that's when like the a-listers are like look you get me into that Wiggles concert. <laughs> you know, yeah, little, yeah. little Skippy here is going to lose his shit if we don't get Halle out of Wiggles. Halle Berry on line one. She needs to get into the Wiggles. <laughs> but don't you feel like that probably yeah. happens when oh, it comes sure. to the kids? It's like, all bets are off. 100%. Like, they will they will use call in every favor. Yeah. 100%. When, before you came in here, because we were talking about like that impact, and Guy described you. I've never heard anybody. I thought this was really good. I'm going to give you some credit. He's like, you're like Mad Magazine to the comedy people. To like, oh, so Guy thing. is like... 
Guy is, what are you, your guy's like 28? No, you're 44. And so just prime time for that. And it's like, you're, you were though. Well, yeah. You were like, you're like the cover of like, you know, when you would look for those, those mad magazine parodies that they oh, would sure. do your favorite show. And you kind of were that. You well, were like that, a singing, living version of that. It means a lot to me. I mean, I, I, you know, cut my teeth on Mad Magazine. I mean, that was well, like a huge inspiration to me. I mean, oh obviously, I was 12 years old. And, yeah. you know, and again, this is in the days before the internet, children. Yes. And and I would have to, uh, I'd beg my parents to drive me around to all the used bookstores in town to uh, comb through their back issues and see if I could find, like, old copies of Mad wow. Magazine. I, I couldn't wait till the next issue came out on the stands. You guys can't see this, but Al's chest is completely tattooed with that fold-in thing that was at the back of Mad Magazine where you would fold it. Yeah. So he's pushing his nipples together and it's a picture of an angry lady missing her bus. Maybe my favorite favorite honor that I've ever received in my life was Al Jaffe did a fold-in with my face. Did he really? Well, I got to to, uh, uh, actually edit they maybe the uh, the guest editor for an issue of Mad Magazine, which they, they've oh, never done before in their history. And they put awesome. me on the cover, and I got to edit the whole thing. Wait, when and was this? This was like two years ago. Oh, uh, oh. I should have brought you a copy. I'm sorry. Yes, but but it was amazing. Frame, like they had all these. <laughs> Nancy Wilson gave us guitars. Oh, but, but this is okay. No, no big deal. We wrote um, a song together and performed it. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> so we're we're going to be on tour. But um, but no, but it's great. No, it's nice that you came in and took <laughs> and took Jenny's water for well, free. One thing I also think is interesting. I bet you've caused like so many kids to take accordion lessons. I think you were going to say drugs. <laughs> Oh, well, no. It's probably oh, no. <laughs> no, but like how many kids probably take accordion lessons because of you? 12 or 13, I would guess. I, well, I know Andy Richter. Yeah, well, yeah, Mercy, Mercy yeah. yeah. That's my, yeah. I love her. I, I, she, she stopped. I, I, went, I went into uh, to Dave's accordion school recently to, to get some work done on my accordion. I said, hey, is uh, Mercy Richter still playing accordion? Eh, not so much. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that's, she's one of those kids that if you've been around her, like I see so much of myself. <laughs> like when I'm oh, yeah. her. Oh, totally. She's the silliest She's great. Silliest kid no, ever. She, 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 she is and they the encourage it too. of comedy genes. Right. Like in those two. But, yeah. and, the, and you have the parents that encourage it. Don't go stop yeah. and sit up straight. Well, right. I, my, my daughter wanted accordion lessons uh, for a very brief period of time. She actually asked me. I didn't force it on her. Don't call Child Protective Services. No, I, she actually, but, but it only lasted for like maybe a month and a half. Oh. And she got her little student model and she learned how to play a couple Christmas songs. And that was enough for her. And she moved on. Now, my, you know, my mother took accordion lessons. Really? Yeah. My mom took accordion lessons because of Lawrence Welk. Oh, yeah. Well, <laughs> come on, like, Lawrence Welk. Well, yeah. This is why, this is a question, and you probably answered this a lot of times, but boxers are briefs. No. Um, <laughs> the, the question I'm going to ask is, like, there is a famous accordionist named Yankovic, right? Yes. Uh-huh. Me. N- before yeah. you. <laughs> Can you name that Yankovic? So, so no, what, I think he's the only. Oh, I know who you mean. He knows who I mean. Um, what's his first? I, Frankie Yankovic. Frankie Yankovic. So my question is, did you become aware of this guy as a kid and say, I'm going to play the accordion because I'm a Yank? Like my, for example, my in-laws are from New Jersey and they're named Lombardi. Right. And my father, so New Jersey, everybody likes Roots for the Giants. That's what it is. He's like, no, I like the uh, Green Bay Packers. And it's like, oh, that's a weird coincidence. It have anything to do with, like, Vince Lombardi. Yeah. Uh, my parents, I think, decided that I should take accordion lessons partly because of the name connection. Because um, Frankie Yankovic at the time was America's polka king. Yes. And Thank God uh, he wasn't a murderer. So yeah. Right. I mean, so they could have gone south. So if, if, if uh, our name had been Lombardi, I would probably be in professional sports now. Yes. Yeah. Well, my name, uh, my actual name is Danny Lovelace. And so as a result... <laughs> 
you know we don't have time for that story, but I'll talk about that story later. Um, <laughs> no, so so that was what led you to because like, I was a I, I was a bass player for a long time, and I t- started with the upright bass. And the only reason I picked it, I picked, you, at third grade, you had to pick a band instrument right. or some instrument. And I said, this one will be the funniest. For, for like a marching band? Yeah, I was like Woody Allen and uh, take the money and run with a cello. No, but it was like just for like the band. I thought, yeah, oh, yeah. this will be fun. And then I turned out to be like okay at it and I stuck with it forever. But I only did it because it was funny. I thought like walking around with a giant violin was the funniest thing. You're just being ironic. Yeah, I was just yeah, I was like an early hipster. Yeah. You uh, still play? I do a little bit here and there. Well, whip it out. Come on. Let's no, I, I, oh, yeah. Hold on. I just have to be carrying my double bass right here. <laughs> But yeah, no, it's a, it's been mostly furniture right now. Oh, you can play on one of our orchestras. Oh, I would. I, you know what? You heard it here. He said it. <laughs> yeah, he wants. He's down. Um, it, it's committal. Mine it's, was saxophone. That's what I played. Because I thought really? I played the saxophone for two years. Yeah, I played the alto and then the tenor saxophone. Wow. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I was Gu- good. I was good. Guy some, some at say, the same time. Some say I'm French home. horn. Oh, French. Well, French wow. horn. Okay. Wow. The only I, instrument you can fist. Finger and blow at the same time. Wait, fist, finger, and blow is the French word. That's a good old joke. That's a joke, right? It's a joke. Yeah. I never heard that joke. No, I I wrote that was an old one. Oh, it I is. Wrote, I like it. It was an old tweet. Oh, it's an old tweet. I love it. It was an old tweet. Yeah. Yeah. No. I mean, obviously. I mean, I guess the question is: so you play the French horn, you stop playing it because too much pussy. I guess is what was happening for you. Yes. I'm sorry. Remember Twitter when you can make French horn jokes? Oh yes. <laughs> I miss it so much. <laughs> Did you ever see that story with the guy? I that, know. There was a recent story, some guy that got accepted to this like w- big like, music school college, and he was a clarinet player. And the picture that went with it, he had the clarinet like over his back, his shoulders, the way like Bo Jackson, you right. know, with the bat. And it, the story <laughs> was the, the kid's girlfriend saw the letter that he was accepted to this music school, and she told him he wasn't because she didn't want him to leave. And go, and I was like, because he'd be drowning in clarinet groupies. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> like, he plays the fucking clarinet. clarinet. <laughs> and she's like, no, I don't want him to go. That's where it all panties and parties. Like Benny Goodman <laughs> couldn't get laid. It's <laughs> <laughs> like my favorite story. I'm reading it, and I'm like, because it was just a picture that went with it. This guy's like. Yeah, sexy clarinet. clarinet, and then it's like it's like, like Springsteen with a clarinet on his back. It's a little bit like when magicians try and get too sexy. Yeah, I just like it's sort of it's like, it's like I, Dave Navarro play the I don't want my magicians too sexy. No. I want somebody who's like super good with it. they can do all the magic with their hands and stuff. But boom, well, what don't is be like all magic- shirtless and like. But all magicians are like that. All magicians seem to be like they, they all. There's this, you know, yeah, Copperfield sort of like brought in David this, Blaine. When they come up, their thong. It's just I don't like it. It, it puts me David, off. Yeah, David it, Blaine with his cards on the street, yeah, like hey, pick yeah, a David card, or Chris Angel's there, and then I'm all erect, and it's not fun. And That's not a pleasant image. No, no, no. And and it, he he knows because he's watching me right now. I'm not. Well, actually, bands. when Danny was saying earlier, he likes to go to Vegas because he likes to play poker. Uh huh. Poker no. is Chris Angel. <laughs> That's what he calls Chris Angel. I like to play You're poker. A little euphemism. Yeah. That's what he calls. Yeah, going to play poker. Yeah. Um, so I, here's another thing I was thinking about with you, which I thought has been like because it kind of goes to the next generation. I'm 40, and you're like the next generation. No, the, yeah, but you are. I'm like 54, so it's like this. I know. Shut up. But what I've noticed is, like, for a long time, I would say, like, in the late 90s, early 2000s, and I like comedy that's cynical, and I'm like, I'm, I, I don't mind dark comedy. I certainly am a proponent of it. <laughs> 
But I have noticed that comedy has become a lot more open-hearted, I think. I think a lot of the UCB stuff and a lot of the people like – like when you're, when you're like – like I know you were sort of embraced by the comedy Bang Bang group and sure. all of that. And I sort of – I loved how they like embraced you and brought you in because you work well in that universe. So I don't know. I thought that was like – did it feel like a renaissance with them? Like especially that last album. That last album, everybody was talking about it. I mean did it really feel like – Holy shit! What it's it, uh, like? It kind of did, you know. It's it's a weird thing that's kind of happened in my career. Like for the first half of my career, for the first fifteen years, I kind of felt like people were waiting for me to go away. Like, oh, this is great! Like, isn't this fifteen minutes up yet? And and well, he's still here. Oh, he did another album. And by the way, I, I regret saying that. And I I I, 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 I was but the longevity you've had is like it's spe- people so- would die for that. I mean, they like, would. They would die. So did was there ever a moment where you thought, oh, cool, I've this is it. I'm gonna now. I had a good run. Did you ever have one of those moments? I, you know, I, I had a moment like that just walking up the steps to the house today. <laughs> well, this is. I find it Jenny. Jenny Johnson's house. Holy shit! Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> this is it. The pinnacle. No, it, not, it's, it's, it, probably a, a few years ago, it sort of reached a, some kind of a tipping point where, uh, where like the nostalgia factor kind of kicked in. Yeah. Like, I, I, I went from this guy who's like uh, overstayed his welcome to like, oh, I grew up with Al. Oh, yeah. He, he reminds me of my my the the pleasant part of my childhood. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I felt that too, and I mean, I think a lot of people would have just broken out the greatest hits. But I, I think in many ways, probably I don't know. I think that last album was sort of the most sophisticated. I thought it was one of the more sophisticated things you did. Well, thanks. And, uh, and, and it's I, my I, mic drop. I'm like, okay, I'm uh, done. Yeah, Thank yeah, you very yeah. much. No. So what's next? <laughs> well, what do you have for me now? Well, I kind of feel like are you because you're someone that okay, you go see like a band in concert that you've old school, and they play all their greatest hits, and then they'll go and. And here's the new, our new album, and, <laughs> and, and then the bathroom group, right? You're the person that when you say my new stuff, everyone's like, "Cool, who, who'd you get?" Right, right. <laughs> like, like everyone's like so excited to yeah, see like nice. who you like. Who who who'd you get this time? Like, what song is it going to be? Yeah, it's not, I'm not I'm not a nostalgia act unless I want to be. <laughs> well, well, okay. So I I remember reading the thing about Coolio being offended. Yeah. What was what, what what's wrong? What did he do? What did he say? What did he do? What was the Coolio thing that he won his Grammy? <laughs> oh yeah, no, yeah, this Coolio. Yeah, Coolio was trying to like make it like, hey, be happy. You got parodied by Weird Al. Like, isn't that the greatest thing? Like, Kingsters Paradise. But wasn't Coolio like, you know, I he, like to, slightly offended by it? Or uh, to this day, I don't really know exactly what happened there. I mean, this gets brought up obviously a lot in interviews. It, there was just a lot of miscommunication. I was told by my record label right, that, right. that he had approved the parody. He was cool with it. But after it came out at the Grammys, after he won right. something, they were asking us, oh, what do you think of this Weird Al parody? And, and he said, well, you know, I, I didn't sanction it. I, yeah. I, I'm paraphrasing here, but he basically said that uh, it offended him. He didn't feel good about it and and made some kind of vague threat that I, he, I better stay away from him. Yeah, and I, I bet you right now he would give anything for well, you to I mean, parody something. Again, this, this is, you know, 20 <laughs> years ago. This is, he's, no, he's fine now. He's totally no, fine I'm, now. I'm certain. I just talked to like, him. How's he doing? Yeah, he's, he um, he, well, obviously he's got some sciatica, but he is, yeah, <laughs> from like all the slip, slip, slippity, whatever that thing he said. But um, Well, uh, I wouldn't know, like, who's a person that, like, that you've done a song that they've been, like, so flattered? Like, have, has there been someone that you're, like, surprised that they're so excited that you... Um, I mean, usually it's a pretty positive reaction. I mean, a couple of times... Uh, but is you know, there in one individual that maybe like just geeked out, like that was so over-the-top flattered? 
Besides all of them, I mean, geeked out. I don't, I, you know, like, I don't know about geeked out. I mean, I, I run into people that that uh, approach me at parties, and I don't give names. What are you going to do to one of my songs? Oh yeah, yeah. You know, oh, sure. but you, you know, I, I don't. I'm not not usually there when they find out I'm doing a parody because it's always done through like my agents, managers, lawyers, answering machine. You know, and it finally gets yeah. back to me. So, well, how was uh, okay? So now I, I don't know if they squeal like a little girl when they find out. So. Oh, that's like so I did before you walked in. <laughs> yeah, that's what I did too. We all did we that did. collectively. Did you? Okay. What a, how, did you know Michael Jackson? Not biblically, no. <laughs> too old. No. Did, anyway, I'm going. No, but did Michael <laughs> Jackson like? Was that like? Because I mean, yes, that was the high point of his life. I would have thought. Do we really know he made it at that point? At that, you know, I, I got him enough money to get that other glove, but he still never wore it. Oh, yeah, uh, the rest did, of his pants, did, he could have hemmed did, him down. Did Michael Jackson reach out to you? I guess what, that's what you're asking, right? Was he? Did you get any reaction? Not that, he, yeah, like a reaction. Not that he reached out, but was there like? Well, I, I'll, I, I uh, initially I didn't know, you know, his reaction other than he approved it, which at that point was just mind-boggling because I was like this faceless, unfamous guy from LA that was on his second album. His first album didn't do that well, and if this album didn't do well, he wouldn't hear from me again. Yeah, and we just uh, sent a request to Michael Jackson's camp, thinking, oh, what can it hurt? You yeah. know. Toss a basketball up in the air, see what happens. Right. And he came back, and we, oh, yeah, he approved it. He's fine with it. Go ahead and do it. And that was it. And then I, I met him in person a couple times in, after that, IRL. <laughs> uh, and uh, and he, was, so yeah, he was very nice. He, he told me at one time that um, he was a big fan of my movie UHF and that he'd play oh, it for his uh, uh-huh. uh, friends on the ranch. I, as, I oh, am as you Have you seen it? <laughs> oh, God, yeah, I love that movie. I mean, that was an intro uh, between... I that was my introduction to Michael Richards. I think I know he did that show Friday. Right, right, right. But um, yeah, the UHF movie that was like wow. That was like that had one of that had some of my favorite. That had one of my favorite like easy jokes of the world <laughs> in a good way. I don't know if you could do it today, but it was basically it was a closet that said supplies on it, and you open it up, and then a bunch of ninjas come out and yell supplies, <laughs> and it was obviously you can't do that joke today, but. I will we'll tell cut you, this part out of the tape. So. No, but no, I have it. laughed about that joke. My college friends and I, we just, that that joke just, there were so many jokes in that movie. <laughs> All of the little parodies. I fucking love it. It was sort it. of a pre-YouTube movie because as a movie, it, it was. wasn't that cohesive or no. coherent, but little so, bits of it were good. You, know, you had anticipated the intention span of the generation yeah. to come. Yeah, you could just just like, you know, make make 20 viral videos out of that movie and then just for, forget it's a movie. It's so, <laughs> no, I know. It was it was it was super fun. I found that movie to be super fun. Well, has there ever been somebody that you've parodied their song, but you've never met them? But I never met them. Yeah, like or like do people? You're a recognizable yeah. person. Yeah, I mean, yeah. There's a lot of people. I mean, uh, gosh, um, I, on the last album, I did like three Pharrell songs, and I don't think I've ever actually met him in person. I mean, I, I, yeah. I don't, I, I don't hang out at parties or hat know, stores or hat stores. Yeah, so I don't, you know, I, I don't get invited to yeah. parties or hat stores. No, but you know, I'll, I'll sometimes I'll bump into people at, at the Grammys or, or what, whatever. But yeah, a lot of times I don't actually meet the people that I'm doing parodies of. So this is a story I've never told you, and I think I may have told you this. My first weekend I moved to L.A. is in, I think it's in the end of 1987, maybe early 1988. No, end of 1987. And I go out. So I am I'm, I'm, had some friends from college out here. Where are we going to go? I remember the first bar we went, I can't even remember the name. It was on like Cahuenga somewhere. I go to this bar. Trunks. And you are the first celebrity sighting I have. It was you. You had a Hawaiian shirt on. And it was like. Holy shit! It's Weird Al Yankovic. That's really cool. I did never on a sa- bar in Co- on Coenga. It was or it was like at a club. Or okay, it, it was like it wasn't it, the mid mid eighties though. Yeah, like yeah, like eighty 
87. Okay, all right. It was like it, it fall of 87. Just go we, say the date and the time you already know. No, it wasn't. <laughs> like, he's and like, I, I, 87, I, I, I fall of You know, you come to a new city, where, what spot it is. I don't remember exactly. This is all I know. So, I, and because I was with a friend and he can vouch for the story, we went and it was like, oh, that's really cool. And we thought, oh, yeah, we saw it. We, our first weekend. We, we meet out Yankovic on a Friday night or whatever. Saturday night, we go out to a completely different place and we saw you again. <laughs> And I was like, what is this fucking town? It was so crazy. But I feel like, like he would be going, and, what and is this way, fucking town? I never saw you again it. until Eric Sotrich's party. Again, but that was that was where... That, that was the week I was out in public. That was the week you are out in public. It was just very funny, but yeah. What about, also, how many people dress as you for Halloween? Well, a lot. I mean, I, I, I try to... I saw Paul Rudd. Yeah, no, Paul Rudd dressed with me this year, which is but crazy. Is that right? Saw, yeah, I saw yeah, the Yeah, his daughter dressed up as the Wasp, and Paul Rudd <laughs> as me. <laughs> It was a flawless. It was a really good. Like, Dad, he dressed up as the Ant Man. No way, I'm doing it. Weird no, Al. No, no, it's no, a wasp really, and Weird Al. Yeah. Everybody knows that. But he did a really. He, he looked good. good. He looked together like peanut butter and turpentine. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's, it's funny, but yeah, I, I uh, go through the internet, and the day after uh, Halloween, I'll make a collage of like all the people that dress so up like funny. me, and it's like like hundreds. There's... Every time you repost, them, I love it when they do it to babies. Yeah, <laughs> oh, there's one that. that's like ba- it's always the old babies school. Dressed. It's always the old school weird out with yeah, the glasses, yeah. the mustache, and you know. Yeah. Oh, there's oh. Paul. We're looking at Paul Rudd now. There he is. Oh, that's amazing. Isn't that great? Though? <laughs> that's, that's crazy. So yeah. Well, so let me ask you this. So like. How often are you on the road, like, per year? Like, when you record and you tour, like, what's what's your schedule? There's, like? I mean, there's no set typical? thing. Um, like, this year, we, we did uh, 77 dates. It was, like, three or four months. Uh, next year, we're doing the same thing. I think the, the next tour is 65 dates, so it'll be another oh. three months or so. And you do this every year? Well, just again, just when you feel like it. I, I, I found, here's here's a, a exclusive. Oh, picture time. <laughs> Hi. And scene. Okay. I'm, I'm after this the tour next year. I'm, I'm, I'm most likely taking the next year off the road because I found from personal experience that if you tour for three years on a row, you get diminishing returns. Uh, People go, "Haven't we seen you before?" Yeah. And uh, the yeah. novelty wears off. Yeah, they need to become nostalgic for the nostalgia. Yes. down the road. I get yeah, that. Let the <laughs> let the fields be fallow for a year. You know. Now, does does your uh, family do they ever help you with anything, or do, are they fans? Or are they over you? Like help Penny's me family. like <laughs> do they ever like when like you're write lyrics some, for me and no, like uh, when you're working on something do you ever ask like what do you think of this or do you have yeah do you, you know, ever do that with your family i'm sure you have I, I, I get the with. opinion of whoever's in the room so i'll be working on a lyric and i'll run something by my wife and what do you think of this and she'll say no that's not very funny i'll say well what do you know how many grammys have you won yes danny does that with his emmys i do i do <laughs> i do it with my emmys all the time anytime she, great, anytime she brings up that was a very and yeah that's okay it's okay I'll i gotta find emmys i'm gonna try to my golden globe um which is a nickname for my wife. Um, anyway, um, uh, uh, <laughs> that doesn't make any sense. It doesn't uh, make any sense. I'm sure she's listening. No. no, no. She care. She's had enough it's of miserable. you already. Anyway. Well, what does your daughter think of it? I haven't told her yet. <laughs> uh, I want to break it to her gently. I mean, wait till she's in college. Yeah, no. Honey, your daddy is an entertainer. He plays the accordion. And uh, I, my, I, No, they offer a course at UCLA, um, continuing education, but it's about how to tell your children you're Weird Al Yankovic. And it's a very, <laughs> it's very moving. It's very moving. Well, besides <laughs> that, like, how did you come up with a Weird Al thing? Like, what were you just, it was, you were young. The name Weird Al? It yeah, was, like, did you just want to, like, 
Uh, something different, or well, the, the the name was in college. I I I, uh, I don't know why they started calling me Weird Al in the dorms in my freshman year. Uh-huh. Because people were cool. And they had to like, yeah. you know, just to, to differentiate me for all the other owls in the dorm. Or, I, yeah, I'm no, the you're, Weird Al. Yeah, know? yeah. And, I bet Handsome Al hasn't turned out very good. No, right? no he's boring. Yeah. No, no, no. <laughs> he's got a drug problem. Oh, racist yeah. Al. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody's heard from him in years. <laughs> he's working a fox. That poor guy. By the way, fat son of a bitch, and he's great. A little fat. Albert, yeah. <laughs> Fat Albert had a different end to his Racist story. Al was cut. Yeah. Yeah. Race, oh, Racist, racist Al. Al. No, Ooh. say what you want about him. And obviously. <laughs> and you will. Look, but... I, am, I did not love that the guy denied the Holocaust. No. But I will say this. He had his faults. He had yeah. his faults. <laughs> but he also had his glutes. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Oh, wow. Weird alopecia. No. <laughs> <laughs> That's me. That's... <laughs> I'm weird alopecia. I do. I am envious of your hair. I mean, Thank just you. that it's so thick and gorgeous. I'm currently running my fingers through it. I dated a Holocaust denier for one date. <laughs> Did you I, I really? I didn't know she was at the time. We, yeah. took, we took a lovely romantic walk to the Hollywood sign. Uh-huh. And at the, on the, at the Hollywood sign, she... Uh, <laughs> said something that very strongly implied that she didn't believe that the Holocaust happened. Right. Said, okay, we're going home now. <laughs> I, I literally thought you were making a joke. No. You were like, I dated a Holocaust. No, I, I was single for a long time. When I, when I was at clubs two nights the same week, I was single. Wow. Well, I admire you because you I would have at least tried to have him? sex and then left. Wait a minute. Is this when you... Did you see him with the Holocaust? She was wearing the hood. I met her at a uh, a, a, a driver's uh, 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 driver school. No, what did when you get a ticket? Yeah. Oh, comedy driver school. Comedy uh, driver school at the yeah. Improv. Because oh, my friend was like, "Oh, that's a great place to like meet women." And so I met her there, and she was a Holocaust denier. Yeah. Did your friend? What, say what, what, where was she there? Running her car through a synagogue? <laughs> <laughs> A Holocaust and I would not go to a comedy club in Hollywood. That no. seems like the last place you would go, like Jewish people. Yeah. The lore. Speaking of Holocaust and I. I'll tell you something else completely random that I've never told anybody I'm else. I'm excited. Hold on. This is uh, Doing It With Annie and Jenny. Exclusive. <laughs> this, 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 is, this is actually not a funny thing, but okay, it's, it's, it's an interesting we'll fact. And okay. Hopefully it won't wind up on my Wikipedia page. I'm hoping. <laughs> my college roommate turned, was a mass murderer. <laughs> well, that's what we call in the business a conversation starter. <laughs> Holy shit! We should have Josh Mankiewicz from Dateline on this uh, episode because he could have like got a, to the a, bottom. A, like a legit, like certified, yes. like by the people? board of mass yeah. murderers. And, mass and murder? I, I hate to turn this into like you know a happy conversation because it's a real thing no, and people I'm sure died. That's a terrible no, tragedy. Uh, what a that's weird thing. But fascinating. Yeah. What, what what did he? I'm not going to make jokes about this. What did he? Like, what, 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 where was his murder a, a spree? Few, a few years, I, I want to say it was at a bank, but it was, uh, he went postal before that became like a oh, popular dang. term. Okay. He was a very disgruntled employee, and he wow. walked into a place, and he just opened fire and killed a bunch of people, and the cops killed him. Oh, my God. What, no, but he was wait. a good roommate. Was he a good roommate? Where did he, he go He into definitely it? didn't deny the Holocaust. That's, that's amazing. You know, that's the main thing. The very first Onion article I ever read was this, because somebody said it to me, and it said, serial killer described by neighbors as serial killer. 
<laughs> and I was like, oh, this is great. But like, but you actually are saying he was a nice, he was seemed like a nice guy. No, he totally, he totally was. So he just, I snapped. mean, there was a, I, 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 I didn't keep it, but I, I was going through my stuff and I found a picture of him on the cover of the, uh, the college newspaper, uh, like running a, 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 riding a jet ski, looking very happy and like, a, oh, oh, this is what a cool guy. Well, yeah, I you tell know? you what, jet skis, gateway, recreational vehicle. That's, that's <laughs> gateway. That's it what is. it is. Everybody yeah. I know that has one. Yeah. No, they're not good. Yeah, at um, least at the very least. Yeah. Wow, that's a crazy story. Yeah, holy moly! And, he, and he, how long ago did he? When was he murdered? When was he? When did he murder? Well, and Ted was, Bundy it died. Was, and... It was a few, well, a few years afterwards. Okay, wow. But yeah, I just remember all the time. Like you know, I, when I was doing the cooking, I burnt his dinner, and I'm like, well, I'm glad he didn't snap back then. Wow. You know, where did where were you in college? Uh, Cal Poly San Luis Obispo. Oh, I, I know that's yeah, that's yeah. beautiful up there. I hear murderers go to school there. <laughs> Were you going for science? Uh, arch- I got my degree in architecture. Really? Yeah. So you really had to work in college. Have you ever used that? I'm still working up to my my architectural you know profession. Not really. I mean, I can still print sort of like an architect. They've got that architectural. Yes, writing. I know. I, my, I had a roommate who was an architect. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, never ne- never killed anybody. No. Um, well. So it's not as great a story. But um, he's a good guy, so yeah. and still very much alive. So I win. <laughs> I know I promised not to make jokes, but we couldn't help it. Yeah, we'll 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 well, cut that out. That's something interesting. <laughs> I, you have a degree in architecture. I do. Yeah, that's very fascinating. I did not know that. Do you know what I love about San Luis Obispo? A couple things. What's that? Say that again. San Luis Obispo. Okay, I'll say that. The elephant seals that gather on that beach over there. Do you know that? No, which beach is that? It's That's not too far. Elephant Seal Beach? It's not too far from Mission San Luis Obispo, from the Mission. And there's a beach that where they all go out in sun, the elephant seals. Now, if you don't say San Luis Obispo, the locals will beat you up. Oh, really? Yeah. Is that... Louis? So it has to be San Luis Obispo. San Luis Obispo. Oh. KCPR, San Luis Obispo. Oh the God. San Luis I don't understand Sound. right now, like Los Feliz, that kills me because it's... Felice. Yeah. Like, I never understand Well, when I used to live in New York, just south of uh, Houston Street. We all, uh, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) That's my favorite thing when I go to, every time I go to New York and someone will go, oh, yeah, come over here. It'll be, and it's pronounced Houston. I mean, Houston, not Houston, Jenny. I'm like, I fucking know. Because everyone just (laughs) thinks that I'm the ignorant hillbilly. It's like, I don't, like six shooters. I don't know where I'm going. Have you gone back to your school to speak? Not oh. to speak. We, I, I've performed there at the school. And one time uh, when I was performing there, I went back to my old uh, dorm room. Oh, really? Because I remember uh, having a fantasy my freshman year in college. And this would have been like 1976. Uh-huh. Uh, and Peter Frampton was like the king yeah. of the world at the time. And I, I just had the fantasy. Wouldn't people just lose their minds if like Peter Frampton like walked into the dorm right uh-huh. now? And I thought, well, I'm not no Peter Frampton, but I'm just going to like walk into my you dorm. Have his and- hair, though. <laughs> And, uh, yeah, I got to visit my old room, and, and uh, you know, people were semi-impressed. That of was course. kind of fun. <laughs> Absolutely they would be. That's uh, awesome. Al, I just want to tell you something, that when he asked you that it was a loaded question, because he speaks at Syracuse all the time. It's not a big deal. Oh, tell me he, about your speaking engagements. <laughs> Thank you for, I, I, he was I mean, setting you up. He's like, do you ever speak at your school? <laughs> well, yeah. it, it took a long time, and maybe in post we can bring that together so it looks like Al asked that and wasn't completely rude and self-obsessed. Um, <laughs> no, you did No, I did. I spoke. It's not a big deal. It's a really, really big deal. Wow. People are still talking about it. Yeah, I brought out an accordion. and uh, no, I, never, <laughs> I never get invited to speak at my school because Dan Rather went and got a broadcast journalism degree before me me who's at, he at my university so he gets invited oh. dan, dan Arthur's the sweetest man have you have you met him yes i have born in the same hometown oh. the same college i've 
He's been in my house. Feel, Dan really? Rather's been at your yeah, house? Yeah, I, I was on his show, Dan Rather's The Big Interview, and he yeah. actually he came to my house and set up the cameras in my living room. and like Dan Rather in the house. That, literally. Oh yeah. God. Wow. It's so cool. Just a sweeter. He, he's I, a nice dude. Well, he's sweeter I, he's, than an angry polecat going out. I, I, to, I, I, haven't, I haven't posted it. I, I probably should. He, he left a, the sweetest note. Um, what did he say? I, I, again, I, I'm sorry to paraphrase, but it's something like, thank you so much for your pleasantries. Or is he, it's something very flowery, gentlemanly. He's a southern gentleman. Sweet. Yes. He's from was, Wharton, Texas, where I was born. Yeah. How come he turned out so nice? Well, I tried, but, you know, it, like he took over when I got my degree. It was like the Dan Rather building at the university, at Sam Houston State University. I'm like, oh, he already. But he, I have to say, he, we had the best equipment, like, to edit to everything. We had a cable access channel. He funded our entire department. Wow. So my first job in TV, we had worse equipment. Like I had learned on the best equipment because Dan rather <laughs> bought it for us. Like I knew nonlinear editing and I'm like, why is this reel to reel deck? Like, <laughs> Oh, it's because Dan rather. Oh, oh here comes some oh, guests. Oh, hang on just a second. Hold on. Hold on. Hello. Hi. Friend of mine. How you doing? Oh, hi. Oh, this is. I'm sorry. These are. Y'all know my friend Al. Come on in. Come yeah, on in. Come on in, Blackjack. This come is Bama. How you doing, I'm Al. Al. Good to see you. Hello. Hi. <laughs> and this is Blackjack here. Hi. Good to and see you. Hello. Renee. How are you? And this is Shooter. Hi. Good to see you, Shooter. Al. Misty. How you doing? Hi. Hi. Okay. We just bombarded you. I told. I know you don't hate. You hate kids. No. No. I know. no. <laughs> <laughs> you guys want to have a picture or something? Have a, yeah. Go, go yeah. On. Yeah. Get, get in here. In there. More podcast and a picture taken. Oh my God! I came very close. Come on, okay. You can get, get, here. Go sit. Everybody sit. Yeah, y'all get in there. Get all up in there. Yeah. We were just talking about how Al likes me better than Danny. <laughs> no, they didn't say that. Because remember how, how? But he let. But Al said he likes you three better okay. than Jenny. All right, Renee, black check. Get in there. Somebody's got a Christmas card. <laughs> oh. Like, oh, thank you, man. This is Shooter Jennings, by the way. That yes, indeed. I watch UHF like all the time. I they just got super into you. They know every. What's your favorite song? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> you put them on the spot now. Well, thanks. One of his favorites for sure. Mine is definitely Rocky Thirteen. Rocky Thirteen. Missy oh. Rocky Thirteen. Old school. Do you like uh, what's yours? Yeah, I don't have a favorite. You don't have a favorite. Oh. Renee. I probably like Foil the best. <laughs> Foil. Foil. Thank you. Thank you. And this uh, little t- good drummer. Are you a drummer? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I should explain to the viewers. His parents I- own Filth Mart, if you've ever been there. Oh, Filth Mart? Have you ever been to Filth Mart? Between Santa Monica, Melrose, on Fairfax. It's you play a great drums too? t-shirt, vintage t-shirt shop. His parents, and he plays drums oh, in there. Nice. <laughs> I'm just going to explain to our listeners what, is, what has occurred here. Um, yeah. So Jenny's good friend, the great... Shooter, Shooter Jennings. Jennings, yes, and I'm going to say it. The great, he the wouldn't great. mind. Has it, 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 are, he and his family are huge fans of Mr. Yankovic. Yes, and and so they. I came, call him Sir Weirdo. So, yeah, yeah, he's been knighted, <laughs> and uh, and so they have come to take pictures. Really, I think ruining our podcast. Um, just totally losing our rhythm well, here. Let's start over now. No, I guess the next I time. Like I guess the next time Shooter's playing, we I'm just going to bring his white family over to just. I know you're playing. Hold on, I just. No, Danny, we were tanking hard with you. Yeah, I was. It was <laughs> you were like, hey, you we speak at time. your old university. I speak at mine all the time. I know. Like, uh, we, how big a fan? This is Missy. It's on the way to school from school. 
It's all weird. I'm so, so sorry. Fantastic. Come on. I love it because I, I share something with them now, which is awesome. <laughs> yeah. so, no, we were talking about that. There's nothing better than being able to that, – that thing that crosses over that you can watch with your kids that you don't hate and maybe you love. <laughs> and that's what's so, – so, so, like, He's the one person that like every generation – that's <laughs> – So you'll probably notice there was a strange edit here after um, the Jennings came in. Yeah. I'd like to blame it on their children, but I once again – kicked out the plug this time guy has saved the interview he's retrieved it he's retrieved it so we're okay al oh good but just for fun let's do it one more time sure from the beginning hey guys how you doing <laughs> that's good that was, me here. that was eli Braden uh who did the uh opening oh, he's theme good song. yeah he's yeah. good so i remember another one right okay anyway <laughs> so but it, during the break i was going on and on about what a huge fan he was of mine and thank you that was so nice it's like it was a little too much, but thank you. I enjoyed hearing the entire speech you gave in Syracuse. Yeah, it was great. It's on YouTube. You can look it up. You might want to link to it, my commencement speech at Syracuse. It doesn't matter. People want to see it. Hi, Dewey. Um, Dewey's here. People oh. have called it 18 Minutes of Inspiration. I actually just, this is something I thought of. Oh, Dewey's here, so that's hey, exciting. Dewey. So the realtor that I use when I moved out here is Sharona. Oh, yeah. And Sharona from uh, My, my Sharona. Sharona. And I remember, like, you know, like when you're looking, you get in the car yeah. with a realtor and you go, play. okay, I absolutely love her. Her yeah. and mysharona.com, the moment you go on it, like it just starts. Yeah. Like she, and I said, I remember like being in a car with her and I said, Dewey, hey, dude. Well, why'd you say that to her? Check, check your dog. Your it's not my dog. <laughs> <laughs> but I said, I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I love my baloney. <laughs> you thought you love my baloney to Sharona? <laughs> I totally did. And she was like, wait, what? What? And I went, no, no, no. You know. Let him out. You know. You know. And she's like. <laughs> oh, no. So the re- so you have the actual Sharona. I'm just driving me to look at houses. And, you, and, and I was like, oh, so you're like the actual Sharona so, so like from that song, and I go, it's like Weird Al song. When you're at the deli, do you ask for Sharona? <laughs> My Sharona has a first name. <laughs> she was actually like, wait, what? Like, oh. Wow. Okay. Yeah, so I <laughs> I made sure to name check you, and oh, this, this is why I can't have nice things. Yeah. Um, well, yeah, well I just want to thank our guest, who is a delight, not just... <laughs> On our podcast, in person, at parties, on records, in videos, in concert. On social media. On social media. <laughs> Backstage, after things at the bowl, when yes. you meet people and yeah. take pictures with <laughs> which you did for me. And g- generous on the dance floor, is all I'm going to say. Okay. <laughs> you know, he's so talented at that, but he always gives you the spotlight. He's and he giving- makes me feel beautiful. I'm just an IRL hyphenate. <laughs> you really are. And also, one of my favorite things that you ever sent me, Al, was when you sent a plane drinking picture. Oh, yeah? <laughs> <laughs> he sent me a plane drinking picture. Oh, you and did my a beats. <laughs> yeah, and my beats. With plane, he sent this to me, and I was like. That's amazing. <laughs> I was so excited. That's the closest you're ever going to get to a Weird Al parody. <laughs> you got if it. Only, if only I could sing, then maybe. I, that I was, know, but that's, that's it. That's, that's all I it. got. We got to record a that single. Just... so happy. Yeah. I love it. And I love when, like, I'll post things sometimes on Instagram. And if occasionally when I go read the comments, if you like something, I'll 
I'll be reading all the comments and someone will go, holy shit, weird Al like that picture. <laughs> <laughs> like just some random person will just go, holy shit, do you freak out when weird Al likes your stuff? I'm, I'm not going to lie. It's very yeah, exciting. It's I exciting. get very excited It's totally too. exciting. Yeah, yeah. I, you, would, you would unfollow both of us if you knew how exciting <laughs> No, we'd have no guests no, on this podcast. <laughs> no, no. We'd never get anybody because we're such dorks. Uh, Truly the biggest but dork. But thank you. Anything you want to plug? Anything coming up? Where can people see you? Uh, I'm going to be hanging out in some clubs on Coenga probably next week. <laughs> That's so. great. And then we're on the, so that'll be Friday and then one, you'll be somewhere nearby. Maybe probably Universal doing sound checks. There, right? Sound yeah, checks at studios. Like randomly walking around town. That'll be awesome. Um, so make sure you look for uh, Weird Al around town. Jenny, anything you want to promote? Yes, I do, but you promote your things. So okay, so where I'm gonna be follow me at Danny Zucker on all social medias. Also, oh. <laughs> for Christmas, why not get the book that people were calling a book? It's He started it, My Twitter War with Trump, at Amazon. Yes? Is that the, is this the book that blew Tucker Carlson off the charts? It's, thank you. Al, I do appreciate that. It did, in fact, take Tucker Carlson. He was, had the first position in political satire, and I knocked that guy out. Is but this not the one a, that like publications have said this makes the right stuff look like yeah, garbage? They, they, I am yeah. called the Tom Wolf Tom of political Wolf. satire of Twitter war fights that you publish and then donate to charity. Well, I'll tell you what you're going to love is on Sunday, I'm going to be headlining at the, a simple bar on Coenga. Are you really? <laughs> yeah. Well, see there. Thirty-two fifty at Kawanga, eight p.m. Sun Sunday, November eighteenth. Wow! Throwing punches anniversary show headliner. <gasps> May. If you haven't seen Jenny Johnson live, I have to just say WTF is wrong with you. She lights up the stage. Oh no, she Thank does. You. She makes you. She makes you laugh, but she also makes you think. Mm, that's yeah. important. And you know what? The best. And then you go home and you feel. You feel. And those are the three feel things stuff. I want. You well, feel stuff and things. And then you get hungry. And then you get hungry. Mm-hmm. And then you may feel a little backed up. Yeah. <laughs> and you and may need some medications. <laughs> and that's Jenny Johnson in a nutshell. Yes. Yeah. You would agree, right, Al? <laughs> Guy, anything you want to promote? Go. No, my first album ever was in 3D. So my first record that oh, I ever my purchased. My second album. That was the first one I ever purchased. So. Did you wear glasses? Well, I was 10. I purchased wow. my first record. It was in 3D. The first, That's so cool. The first record, it was you. Yeah, and Nature Trail of Hell, of course. And wow. I did, you know what you guys were talking about earlier? The song Jeopardy, I did not know. I knew I lost on Jeopardy. Wow. He did not know Great Kin Band. That's, that's kind of funny because I, I remember one time in the mid-'80s, I was at a radio station, and they did like a, 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 a contest, a promotion, said, we're going to play this song, and the first person tells us who did the song, you know, wins whatever yeah, yeah. t-shirt. And they played Greg Kin's original, you know, Our uh, Love's in Jeopardy. Yeah, and I, I listened to them, him answering phones, literally the first ten people to call in, oh, that's Weird Al. That's Weird Al. <laughs> Oh, that's amazing. Well, so that's so that's cool. I mean, what else do we say? I don't know. I mean, I think we should save it because we have more stuff to say when we have Al back. I know. Will Next you come week. Back? We've never had. I'll leave my water here and I'll finish it when I come back. <laughs> I'll, put, I'll put your initial on thank it. Thank you. Nobody yes. <laughs> else will drink We're going to pour it all over our bodies. Woo. <laughs> we'll have Al on us. Well, thank you so much for coming. My pleasure. If thank you, you ever get the. If you, and yeah, and, and, and Jenny, job. I'm sorry for her. You know, not so veiled anti-Semitism, uh, <laughs> but uh, she's still a delight. And you know, she's, she was I'm st- starting to believe the Holocaust. I'm oh, that's around. great. 
and you know what? Coming around. And you know what? That's why we reach across the aisle. Yeah. Yep, right there. That's why. Because you can't be so closed-minded. You have no. to start understanding no. that perhaps there's a chance for your that mind. this may and have the, actually... And the rest will follow. Yes. Yes. Be colorblind. Yeah. And Don't vo- be so shallow. Yeah. Um, <laughs> as En Vogue would say. Anyway, thank you. Thank you. I'm pointing to all three of them. Yes. And I'm pointing back to you. And listen next week yes. for our next guest who won't be nearly this good. Good night. <laughs> <laughs>